Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Corner with your host, Justin Crunkleton. On behalf of the Tacoa Falls College Eagle Radio team, we are happy to bring you another episode of Cryptid and Folklore Creature Study today. Upon thinking recently of new cryptids or creatures of folklore to bring up, I had to ask myself, with so many out there, what are some of my favorites? Now I thought of supernatural, I thought of mundane, more true cryptids, perhaps creatures unfound or undiscovered, but I realized one of those stories, one of these creatures, branches out into many different sects of this, both supernatural, perhaps truly mundane and cryptid, or something truly a fantasy. Today, we are going to discuss one of my favorite topics, the reptilians. When I say reptilian, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Perhaps a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist, or perhaps uh, something from movies like The Swamp, or things of that nature, something crawling out of a muck and mire, with rows of sharp teeth ready to hunt. When I think of reptilian, I think of something immediately humanoid. Reptilian being used as a descriptor to describe something reptile-like. With the ending suffix I-A-N, we realize it becomes to uh, describe a person or a humanoid that is reptilian. You may be asking, why would you ever describe something humanoid as reptile-like? Do they have scaly, dry skin, or does their breath stink like you would think a large reptile's would after eating a rotten meal? Well, many different people have different opinions on reptilians. What they are, who they are, are they a conglomerate, or are they intelligent, or are they simply creatures? that stalk the earth just like other cryptids of shadows. Well today we're going to do some research together as we begin with my favorite delineation of reptilians, the reptilian conspiracy theories. Reptilians, also called reptoids, lizard people, reptilioids, saurians, or draconians, are supposed reptilian humanoids which play a prominent role in fantasy, science fiction, UFOlogy, and conspiracy theories. The idea of reptilians was popularized by David Icke, a conspiracy theorist who claims shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human societies. Ike has stated on multiple occasions that many world leaders are, or are possessed by, so-called reptilians. I'd like to take a moment and think back of many old good memes or jokes on the internet. Um, Presidents pulling down uh, their skin masks or whatever they wear to reveal reptilian facial features, or in a more subtle sense, uh, perhaps the old conservative jokes of low-quality edited images of Hillary Clinton with snake-like eyes or a forked tongue. 
or things of that nature with Obama begin to ring a bell as well. Uh, reptilian conspiracy theories are uh, and were and are uh, on the rise. To look back at where they came from, Michael Barkoum, professor of political science at Syracuse University, possessed that the idea of a reptilian conspiracy originated in the fiction of Conan the Barbarian, creator Robert E. Howard, in his story The Shadow Kingdom, published by Weird Tales in August 1929. The story drew on theosophical ideas of the lost worlds of Atlantis and Lemuria, particularly Helena Blavatsky's The Secret Doctrine, written in 1888, with its reference to, quote, dragon men who once had a mighty civilization on the Lemurian continent. Howard's version serpent men were described as humanoids with human bodies and snake heads who were able to imitate humans at will and who lived in underground passages and used their shape-changing and mind-controlling abilities to infiltrate humanity. Clark Aston Smith used Howard's serpent men in his stories, as well as themes from the famous H.P. Lovecraft, and he, Howard, and Lovecraft together laid the basis for the Cthulhu mythos. Now to draw on that, we must kind of get the idea, we're starting to put together the idea of what a lizard man reptilian may be. Um, we're seeing, obviously we understand humanoid, scaly skin, does that mean human skin with scaly features or true green scales? Is the skin rubbery with some scales or is it fully scaled such as a fish or an alligator? Many different depictions exist across the internet and across the oral tradition and uh, conspiracy of this tale. Uh, some believe that the reptilians are seven to eight foot tall masterminds with psychotelekinetic capabilities and even possess the use of magic and otherworldly uh, powers. In this way, reptilians are a breed of alien, typically, uh, riding in unidentified flying objects to invade the world, meddle in its governmental affairs, abduct humans and experiment on them, uh, truly just separate and higher beings than humans. Some who would refer to reptilians or in essence or in their essence as more lizard-like would just simply call them lizard men. These uh, ideas originate more towards the uh, swampy southern areas of the United States where people would have uh, claimed to seen such monsters. But all of them describe at the very least a humanoid reptile typically sharp teeth, uh, reptilian eyes, and um, somewhat agreeably crawling on all fours versus being able to at least have the ability to stand upright, even if they choose not to. It is not agreed upon whether reptilians and, and or lizard men can always speak. However, it is at least agreed upon that they can utter, make small utterances to attempt to communicate. To go back to the more reptilian alien conspiracy theory, let's get into some of the abduction facts or statements. Alien abduction narratives sometimes allege contact with reptilian creatures. One of the earliest reports was that of Ashland, Nebraska police officer Herbert Shermer, 
who under hypnosis recalled being taken aboard a UFO in 1967 by humanoid beings with a slightly reptilian appearance, who wore a, quote, winged serpent emblem on the left side of their chests. Skeptics consider his claims to be a hoax. This is one of the most perfect examples of accounts where reptilians are not only intelligent, capable aliens, they are intelligent enough to be in collectives with each other, perhaps organizations, groups, enough to denote themselves with different monikers. To get into some of the politics and how the conspiracy theory wedges itself in that way, we look to the 2008 U.S. Senate election in Minnesota between comedian and commentator Al Franken and incumbent Senator Norm Coleman. One of the ballots challenged by Coleman included a vote, a vote for Franken with lizard people written in the space provided for write-in candidates. Lucas Davenport, who later claimed to have written the gag ballot, said, I don't know if you've heard the conspiracy theory about the lizard men. A friend of mine, we didn't like the candidates, so we were at first going to write in Revolution because we thought that was good and to the point. And then we thought the lizard people would be even funnier. On another note, in February 2011, on the Opie and Anthony radio show, the comedian Louis C.K. jokingly asked former U.S. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld a number of times if he and Dick Cheney were lizard people who enjoyed the taste of human flesh. Amused by Rumsfeld's refusal to directly answer the question, C.K. suggested it as a possible admission of guilt. He went on to further muse that perhaps those who are lizard people cannot lie about it. When asked if they are lizards, they either have to avoid answering the question or say yes. That kind of notion fed well into the conspiracy theory as many YouTube videos would surface across the internet fast of seemingly reptilian behaviors, sometimes in edited videos or incredibly extorted unedited videos. Such videos would zoom in on perhaps a sideways blinking eyelid or a slit in the eye instead of a pupil. Um, sometimes they would enhance the audio and focus on uh, lisps or drags of the S. Anything they could take to garner this fact. Of course, with Louis C.K.'s provocation, seeing it as potential fact, many conspirators would seek out political figures throughout the years, attempting to ask them from a stage, are you a lizard person? Are you a reptilian? And in that case, seeking to try and prove Louis C.K.'s seeming passing joke that uh, this proves that truly anything that is made by uh, any statement made by a famous or political figure can just be latched onto by people of the mass and taken on as potential fact or at the very least something, something legitimate enough to pursue. With that conspiracy theorists, we know they take that inch and run the mile with it. To add, on March 4th, 2013, a video depicting a security agent with unusual features guarding a speech by U.S. President Barack Obama was spotlighted in a Wired report about shape-shifting reptilian humanoids. This led to a tongue-in-cheek response from Chief National Security Council spokeswoman Caitlin Hayden, who said, quote, 
any alleged program to guard the president with aliens or robots would likely have to be scaled back or eliminated in the sequester. I'm sure you can imagine the field day the conspirators had with that one. As interesting as reptilian conspiracies and uh, lizard men control may be, let's look to the more mundane possibilities, which I will refer to them now as lizard men only. The term lizard men is not specific to one specific cryptid. Instead, it is used to describe a broad spectrum of bipedal hominid-like reptilian men, sometimes referred to as Homo subtereptus. Sightings of lizard men are reported all over the globe, including, including the Entulo of South Africa, the Charufa lizard man of South America, the New Jersey Gator Man, and the Loveland Frogman of Ohio. Lizard man of Scapore Swamp, Canadian lizard man, Nagas of India, Kappas of Japan, and other. On mountain monsters, there's supposedly a lizard demon that roams the rivers running through Wood County, West Virginia as well. Many theories have been represented in relation to the identity of the lizard men, theories such as living dinosaurs, and even offshoots of evolution in which the reptilian hierarchy continued to evolve along the same path as early primates. That's interesting to think about. At one point in time, reptiles ruled the Earth. It is not out of the realm of possibility that the most dominant species on the planet could continue to evolve in small numbers unseen by mankind. Although no reptilian species known to man have shown signs of such advanced evolution, the reptile is the oldest and most successful species on the planet and could hold secrets that have yet come to light. Something interesting to think about there. Every time I see an alligator or a crocodile, such seemingly mindless, there is not a thought behind those eyes. They are set into the skull, sideways. They are simply brutal, armored, killing machines. They have not evolved hardly at all since the dinosaur age, and they're still around today. Such efficient survival by those reptiles leads to perhaps give credibility to this claim at least in a speculative sense. In 1982, Dale Russell, curator of the vertebrate fossils at the National Museum of Canada in Ottawa, conjectured a possible evolutionary path that might have been taken by the dinosaurs Trudon, or by the dinosaur Trudon, had it not perished in the KT extinction events 65 million years ago, suggesting that it could have evolved into intelligent beings similar in body plan to humans. Over geologic time, Russell noted that there had been a steady increase in encephalization, quotient, or EQ, which is, which is the relative brain weight when compared to other species with the same body weight, among the dinosaurs. Russell had first discovered Trudon, the Trudon skull and noted that, while its EQ was low compared to humans, it was six times higher than that of other dinosaurs. If the trend in Trudon evolution had continued to the present, its brain case could now measure by 1,100 centimeters cubed, comparable to that of a human. Trudontids had semi-manipulative fingers, able to grasp and hold objects to a certain degree, and binocular vision. Russell proposed that this dinosauroid, like most dinosaurs of the Trudontid family, would have had large eyes and three fingers on each hand, one of which would have been partially opposed. As with most modern reptiles and birds, he conceived of its genitalia as internal. 
Russell speculated that it would have required a navel, as a placenta aids the development of a large brain case. However, it would not have possessed mammary glands, and would have fed its youngs, as birds do, on regurgitated food. He speculated that its language would have sounded somewhat like birdsong, and we all know how intelligent birds can be sometimes, and also not as intelligent. Russell's thought experiment had been with, met with criticism from other paleontologists since the 1980s, many of whom point out that his dinosauroid is overly anthropomorphic. Gregory S. Paul and Thomas R. Holtz, Jr. considered it suspiciously human. Darren Nash has argued that a large-brained, highly intelligent truantid would retain a more standard theropod body plan, with a horizontal posture and long tail, like its ancestor, and would probably manipulate objects with the snout and feet in the manner of a bird, rather than with human-like hands. So with hearing this, we are now open to legitimate, perhaps scientific possibility, or at least theory, that a modern-day representation of a dinosaur adjacent to the crocodile or to the cro uh, alligator could exist. Of course, with all things, we discover new species of animals every once in a while. Why not a reptilian? Now, what do we believe with this? Of course, we as people like to believe what we see, and sometimes we choose to put our faith and belief into things we have not yet seen. On the, fact, on the basis of scientific probability, or on the basis of want, and sometimes need. Now, while I don't believe we need lizard men or reptilians, perhaps it would be interesting if they did exist, something bipedal and humanoid. However, then I begin to think of how aggressive they could be, and how near human their capabilities could be. Of course, we could go with the other idea, of David theorist David Icke. Uh, to note more details on his conspiracy, he believes that reptilians are part of every royal bloodline, and they are part of the bloodline of every U.S. president. He said that they've built human civilization, pyramids, and things like that. One day we'll infiltrate fully and take over the Earth. Now, I don't know about you, but in that situation, I would rather have a more cryptid creature like reptilian lizard man than a highly intelligent one that could abduct me and experiment on me and things like that. Now, with this, I, I beg the question. Is this something we write more alluring stories about? As they do make for great character bases. Uh, one of my favorite races in Dungeons and Dragons happens to be the lizard folk, who are represented as a tribal and humble type of humanoid lizard man. And my father, his champion lizard representation is that of the same conspiracies. Uh, Otherworldly beings. Reptilian in the fact that reptilian scales and body structure is one of the most primeval and important uh, long-lasting bodily structures, therefore making it optimal for a powerful alien race. As long as we remember to separate what we can prove and what we can't, and separate ourselves from speculation and fantasy um, from reality. I believe that's what remains important here. But nonetheless, with all the different representations of lizard men and reptilians out there in the world, between fantasy novels, 
video games, old history. Well, if you're a reptile fan, there's a lizard man out there for you. Thank you for joining me again on Cryptid Corner. Join us next time for a new creature or cryptid of folklore. Um, as always, on behalf of Tacoma Falls College Eagle Radio Team and your host, Justin Crunkleton, I thank you. <laughs>